0: never had a dream? Today, <laughs> we're work, 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 work going on a journey. Well, no journey is too great when one finds what he seeks. The Journey on Roar Radio. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. I, Dr. Emmett Brown, am about to embark on an historic journey. For my part, I intend taking a journey into the future. Good journey from Raw Radio. Money on Raw Radio. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Thanks for checking out the Raw Radio Podcast. It's your man, Andre, aka DJA Wonder. We are in the booth right now. And so typically we do our interviews, but today we're doing something a little different. We call it The Journey. So thanks for checking it out. And uh, every time to time, you know, I like to step away from the interviews and do a little something different. And uh, this is what it is. So this is episode two of The Journey, and we're going to do a lot more of these as we dive deeper into the word, uh, deeper into our faith, and uh, deeper into apologetics. So So come along with your boy and let's get on with this thing. Let's go. All right. So you already know what time it is is man it's the holiday season and once again we enter into that joyous time uh you know come on you know the the horrible and predictable hallmark movies right the classics home alone 1 home alone 2 uh this christmas uh a christmas story i really don't like that movie but hey uh and of course all the other classics the grinch and everything else you know we got the red the green and the white decor all over the place. We got overpriced wrapping paper and gifts. Relatives getting turned on the spiked eggnog. Or if you're from my family, shout out to all my Boriquins, my Boriquin family. You know, they're getting turned on that Coquito. Alright, I ain't gonna say nothing else But whip out of y'all uh, You know, the embarrassing caroling You already know what it is uh, The pounds of food And probably all these amazing desserts That I can't even have this season Because I actually had some teeth pulled So bear with me, I'm, I'm struggling right now Your boy's struggling, but I had to get this done um, But all this, the chocolates and candy covered And chocolate covered this And the cakes and everything You already know it's going down uh, The traffic in the streets The fire over commercial gifts maybe not so much now uh with the whole pandemic and everything but i mean you, you know how that is. the holiday season black friday people stomping on each other all that craziness and uh of course you know looking for that perfect gift to possibly get you out of the friend zone with that special someone and let us not forget the beautiful cycle when Mariah Carey appears out of the ocean to claim her streaming throne. Y'all know that one song. Y'all know what I'm talking about. She just disappears after December 29th. It's just crazy. Um, but more importantly, you already know uh what many call, and especially for believers, it's the 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 real reason for this season, Jesus' birthday now wait a minute wait a minute before you start giving me all the it's pagan and we don't celebrate and you christians shouldn't and we christians shouldn't and all the smoke because i want the smoke but just hold on let's just talk this out we're on a journey together so let's just talk it out all right it's the age-old question you know whether christians should celebrate christmas or or not Or, you know, is it something that, you know, is it a pagan holiday that we've just adopted and adapted to just to do whatever? And you know how, you know what the conversation's like, you know, should we or should we not? And so that's what we're really going to talk about today today all right so track with your boy we're gonna keep it moving all right so here we go all right so the truth is i've actually had the wrestling in my spirit as well about this um you know you see so much you as you dive deeper you really start to question is this right is this right or is this wrong and you really start to act i feel like what we're all on is on this journey to to be guided or to um be led in the right direction as far as being a believer or even for the skeptics who are maybe even on the fence or people who are just plain old not believers at all i feel like we're all on some kind of journey and we're trying to figure it all out and so actually like i said um i've actually had some wrestling in my spirit now Truth be told, I can be kind of a Grinch in this uh, this season anyway, because, uh, you know, as you get older and you get into adulthood, it's not about getting everything. You got to spend all this money. I got to buy lights just for people to look at my house. I don't want nobody looking at my house. So why am I going to spend? Anyways, um, you know, it's about your wife hooking up the matching pajamas and you're sitting there like, I don't want to do it. And she's like, well, you gonna do it. And I, I love you, baby. Anyway, so I already know Um that I, that I wrestle with this anyway, um, and I should have a better heart about it. Um, but here's one thing that I want to say right now. Before I even begin, I want to lay some, you know, some history and some key points down. Um, but I, this is one thing I already know that regardless of whether you're some super Old Testament pharisee sadducee and you live your whole life in the old testament in leviticus and deuteronomy or you're on the other side of the spectrum and it's all about the magic of christmas and all that hallmark mumbo gumbo um let's be one thing clear uh either from a theological or ideological standpoint for on this topic here most of us probably will never agree um one way or the other but the reason i'm doing is just to find some middle point and i really feel like in this season there is something here and that's one thing i want to get to so you know bear with me hang on i know if you're on one side or the other and you're just like oh snap what he about to say what he about to say man just track with your boy and uh you know stay tuned man we gonna really jump into this so i appreciate y'all so here we go let's do this all right so let's begin So the early roots of Christmas would show the holiday, yes, is indeed pagan, more of a festival that honored or acknowledged the winter solstice on December 25th uh, when the North Pole was, I think, the farthest from the sun. Um, Pause now. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of my people out there that may be flat earthers um, that are listening. Uh, I want to save all that for another time. I'm not saying yay or nay on that either. But I understand that. But this is just this is just the notes. This is the research that your boy did. All right. Um, uh, anyway, um, after the winter solstice or winter solstice was the ancient Roman holiday called Saturnalia. I think that's how I say it. Saturnalia, a festival held to honor the Roman deity of Saturn, where they decorated with. Um, with decor um, there's typically that's typically seen today they had wreaths um, i think there were some candles and different things like that Um, so and then then they also gave out gifts so that's where most of that tradition came from this is just the cliff notes there's more detail here times and everything but this is just the cliff notes all right so don't uh, yeah i read that. i understand some of y'all are research experts all right I didn't major in history. I majored in communication. That's why I'm talking. All right, here we go. Anyways, so yeah, another pagan festival was merged later on by this dude named Hakan, the first of Norway called Yule. Um, This is where we get depictions of Santa Claus, um, whose imagery is pretty much inspired by the Norse god Odin, or Wudun, who rode an eight-legged horse and delivered gifts, all right? So there's more to it than that, of course. But these are just some of the cliff notes, some of the things that really stood out to me that I wanted to, to mention. All right. So Rome's first Christian emperor, Constantine, um, he's the one who kind of did the first celebration of Christmas on December 25th. It's, it's, that's when the first time it was actually recorded for from what I read, and thus probably made uh, widely popular, and that's how it spread um, by this guy named St. Augustine of Canterbury. So between um, Constantine and Saint Mr. St. Augustine, um, this is kind of like the merging. Um, it was said that he also, because that was like the shortest uh time of the year it was also like a very humbling thing because you would expect that if it was jesus's birthday it'd be some you know grand uh day some really long day but it was he was saying uh in the notes he was saying like he that this was the day that was kind of chosen because it was the shortest it was uh, like a humbling passage for him to enter into the world all right so these are of my notes just right off the top of the the dome here all right And so for most Christians, we know that December 25th is not the actual birth of Christ. We know this. So for some of y'all that are skeptics or on the other side of the fence, yo, we know, we know um, that is not his actually, his actual birthday. Um, And although there are many that would say that um, the Christian Christmas is a ripoff of a copycat holiday, which there are some uh, historical references that would maybe prove otherwise that would say that they were somewhat merging the two to put, actually put more focus on God and to take away from pagan idolatry. And that was in a couple of the notes and the things that I had read. So, you know, whether it was copied or, you know, or the pagan roots examples continue to multiply, which they haven't. And even in some instances, a lot of the things that we have acknowledged as pagan parts of this holiday were really mentioned in text and in script and really just pulled out and just thrusted as this is super pagan and some of it wasn't even securely documented but you know what none of that even matters and here's why things we do evolve the meanings of cultures and words and texts um, outside of the unchanging and unfailing word of God. Um, but things um, only have the meanings that we assign to them. You can't honestly tell me that we value here in the States what or what we value here in the States is the same across the world um, as far as meanings and depictions of different things. You know that. It's it's what like what we give meaning to here maybe be something different, you know. And another example is even the holiday of Thanksgiving. You know, I remember way back when we all sat in our elementary school classes, coloring our hand turkeys and putting feathers on it and making those ridiculous Indian band uh headbands with the feather and doing the most probably disrespectful Rain dances, I know I was all up in there trying to rain dance to Michael Jack anyway. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, back in the day, I remember we were all in middle school and we were all, yeah, Christopher Lo- Columbus explored America and uh, he was, he, this is, you know, he discovered America and he made friends with the Indians and they had this whole great meal and the great supper and then that's how Thanksgiving was started. If you honestly look me dead in the eye, And tell me that's what you celebrate every Thanksgiving. That's what you're celebrating when you sit around the table, smashing that mac and cheese and pouring six pounds of gravy on Nana's dry behind turkey. Come on, brah. You're not. It means something different for most of us. It's like, hey, I get four days off from work. I know that's where I was at. A lot of us were all, you know, I'm thankful for my family. It became a thing of thanks. It didn't, doesn't mean not nearly what it meant before. And so that's one thing we have to look at when it comes to Christmas. You know, yes, it may have started one way, but where it's at now is completely different. And that's one example. Um, and I don't see anybody canceling Thanksgiving. Y'all know y'all not about to cancel Thanksgiving. And you better take back. And if you do, yeah, you better take back that uh 65 inch TV that you got on the Black Friday deal from the Walmarts. Yeah, to go ahead and take that back, homie. You gonna cancel Thanksgiving? Uh-uh. Nah, go ahead and take that back. If you're just joining us, welcome to the Rural Radio Podcast. <laughs> I'm just missing. All right, and here's the second thing. Um, and it's mainly for those Um, that are hardened on the Old Testament. And this is something I'm definitely gonna talk about more as we go along, but I've noticed this. And this is not that I, um, I don't read the Old Testament, that I don't believe in it, that I don't think it still applies. I very much do think it still applies. But one thing is I know that there are some Christians who almost seem like they ignore the New Testament and only strictly adhere to the Old Testament. And it makes them seem very, and I said this before, pharisaical or sadgesitical um when i hear them speak or when i hear them when i see them post on social media tearing things down again creating the divide between brothers and sisters now i understand the point i understand That, yes, we do need to be mindful of what we bring in our home. We do need to be mindful what we celebrate. And I'm going to get to a couple of these things later. I know we do need to be mindful. And there's a lot of great things in the Old Testament that I surely do respect and I keep in the forefront of my mind. But at the same point, there's something else. I sincerely don't think some lights hung outside a tree wrapped Um, with uh, tinsel and decorations and overplayed Christmas hits are going to close the pearly gates of heaven to us. Beyond considering its pagan roots, it would seem more appropriate to be mindful of things such as idolatry or greed that could turn our hearts from what Christmas could truly mean. I think we have more to worry about than... uh, making sure we have the holiday hits or, you know, having the family over or some decorations. I think there's a lot more to consider for, for us to be guarding our hearts against. And I understand that we can get very lost in the season with all the things that are going on and, and making what is supposed to be a great, uh, grand reminder of what the season should mean and at most making this season become just another part of the tradition, you know, the candlelight service at church and doing communion and those all those things and, and actually telling the story of Christ the, about the birth of Christ becomes nothing more than a a tradition. Oh, break out the nativity scene. Make sure the church orders the live nativity scene outside and so the kids can pet the donkeys and everything. And this is no shade or slight to anybody who does that. But a lot of times I've seen where doing those things in repetition just become tradition rather than really adhering to what it really means. But I'll tell you this. Uh, Me and the family, we went to uh, Stone Mountain. It was a very joyous uh, day. Um, My my T.O. Shout out to Teal Hendrix. I don't even know if he listens, but uh, shout out to my man Hendrix. He had proposed um, to this beautiful woman and they're gonna get married soon. And we were all at uh, Stone Mountain Park and it was, well, of course it's Christmas, so they had the Christmas parade. We watched the 3D movie, 4D movie, um, and you know, got some funnel cake. Woo! Funnel cake. Oh. Uh and you know, we did all this. And then the last thing we did was go on this train ride. OK, and so we barely make it onto the train ride. We get on the train, you know, and we're riding through and we're looking at the lights and the scenery and it's just nice. And then. We start to slow down. And we pull up to this house and I'm confused. I'm like, what's going on? Because it's not the exit? Is the ride over? And so there's this woman on the, the front porch of this house. And I'm like, okay, all right. Well, what's about to happen? And so she's like, you know, hey, everybody, welcome to the train, and you know, this is a magical time. And but I want to, you know, tell you a story. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, let's hear the story. (laughs) You got me here, I'm trapped on the train. Uh, So go ahead and tell the story. And so she's like, I want to tell you a story about um, a little baby. And right then, it clicked. What was going on? This lady and we're on this train with all these different people, different nationalities, different cultures, different races, different ages are all here on this chain at this this train at one pivotal time as this woman is about to just lay this story about the birth of Christ and how he's the gift to the world. And she goes into this telling of the story and, you know, it's not a long story. She really condenses it, but she did a great job of uh, getting some of the more important details into this like like this 10 minute section, you know. And it's just I'm, I'm in my mind, I'm automatically processing, man, I wonder how many people on this train, maybe a have never heard the story of the birth of Christ. Or or maybe there were some people on the train who maybe kind of walked away from the faith and are being reminded of it. Or maybe there are people on the train who, you know, who maybe got too busy and too wrapped up in the season like we just talked about and are now hearing this story from this woman and are being reminded of what the season means now I don't know about you, but in that moment, that was crazy. She was ministering to these people. And, and I know she's just a paid actress, but I was wondering, like, does she know the impact she could have had? Does she know what's going on in some of these people's hearts? She doesn't. But what I knew is that that could have been that could have been. I'm not saying it was, but I, I'm pretty sure that could have been a divine moment for someone a divine reminder of what this season really means. Now, I get it. You know, if you look historically, it looked like Jesus was probably born around spring, summertime. But you know what? Give me the holiday. Give me that one time a year where I'm really supposed to just break out of all the just mundane tradition and be reminded how the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords put on human skin and came down to earth for me. You know, in most, in most like all these great people in history or well-known or infamous, infamous people in history are all trying to obtain Godhood and they'll crush and conquer and rule anybody who gets in their way. But here's a story about a God who loves so much he would do whatever he could to save them, be with them, teach them, guide them, and love them. Now, I'm not no Bible scholar. I know. I'm a a studying apologist. So I get it. I understand. You know? I understand the skeptics when they you look at people who, you know, Christians, as we celebrate the holiday. I understand people who are looking at it from an Old, old Testament viewpoint or something like that. And I understand both sides and I get it. And I, like I said, I even have my doubts at times. But you know what? I'll take it. Give me the Christmas tree cakes. Give me the corny movies. Give me the family time. Give me the moments, Give me the nativity scene and those smelly animals. Give it to me. I'll take it. Because this is the moment. This is the time. We are reminded of how much God loved us. We are reminded of how much he still loves us through the story of his son. And so for those of you who are kind of on the fence or Maybe this made you realize something or maybe you've listened to other podcasts on this. There's one thing, and this is something that we're definitely going to dive more into um, on another episode, but it's something that always is on the forefront of my mind when making a decision. And I'm not saying I always make the right ones. I've I've failed a lot, but is discernment because I know that, you know, as I'm, actively seeking him and I'm in the word and I'm actually praying and I'm being really consistent and intentional. I have the spirit of discernment. So when it's time to make a decision, I know I can go, you know, go to God and I can pray about it and I can say, "Hey, you know, God, am, am, am I doing this the right way? Am I am I making the right decisions here? Or is is there something that's maybe I'm um, that's blocking me? Is there something that I'm focusing on too much instead of focusing on you and so i know we could take this conversation in so many other directions but right now i think i feel like it's just important to know where you are in this season and be fully reminded of what this season means i understand there's a lot into it and things have changed and it's not this and it's not that i understand that but what if this moment what if this time while everyone's kind of just it seems like most people are open or there's a lot of people closed off this could be the best time to minister to someone maybe they don't know christ or maybe they do maybe they're not sure maybe they don't understand it but i know one thing when we get into this time of year people are feeling some kind of way some are open or wanting to receive something And some are really closed off because this time of year could be really hurtful and painful for some people. I know that. I understand that. But in light of all that, this could be the best time to show someone who Jesus really is with the story of Christ's birth. And so in this story, we find this moment where we find God Coming down, putting flesh on, coming into the world in the most humbling of ways, in the manger, the feeding trough, where the animals eat, wrapped in this swaddling cloth, not fine linens and comfort in robes, (laughs) but in the most humbling ways. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Messiah, who is the gift to the world. You know what? I'll take it. Give me a time where we can truly honor the King of Kings. Where we need to push past the tradition. Not that it's all bad, but maybe we need to look past it. No, we definitely need to look past it to see what this, what this season really does mean. Now this isn't a, a, a message to persuade anyone. This is just again me on the journey, and I want to take you guys along. But I just hope at some point it makes you think about what Christmas really could be, what it could be, what it could mean, and what it should be. And there. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the raw radio podcast, the journey episode two, we have so much more coming up in 2022. Um, So please stay with us. Keep tracking with us. Um, We appreciate you guys checking it out and taking some time to listen to our episodes, go back and check out anything that you may have missed. And uh, we got so much coming in store for 2022. It's going to be an amazing year. Lots of interviews, a lot of things going down, uh, a lot of live events we're going to be planning as well. So make sure you track with, with us, um, and stay tuned as we continue on diving deep into the word and this journey we call faith. Thanks so much. Peace. Stay blessed. This is Raw Radio.